He knows his stuff and sure enough it's shooting the bull with Tom Snow. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Shooting the Bull with Tom Snow. I'm your host Tom Snow and today we're going to be doing another episode on America's Forgotten Wars and today's Forgotten War is the Philippine-American War. So the Philippine-American War was fought between 1899 and 1902. Uh, the two sides fighting the war were the United States of America and the Philippine Republic, hence the name Philippine-American War. I think you guys all have the drill by now. So if we go back to our last episode on the Spanish-American War, the Philippines were fighting for their independence from Spain when the Americans entered the war. As part of the peace treaty with Spain, the United States acquired the Philippines. The Americans assumed that the people of the Philippines would be happy to be part of the United States, but they were wrong. The Filipinos had been fighting for their own country and were not too thrilled to discover that they were now part of the United States. As a result, many of them resolved to continue fighting for their independence against the United States as opposed, from, as opposed to Spain. So, and also, where was this war fought? The war was fought entirely in the Philippines. Now, how did the war begin? So, the war began when American soldiers tried telling several Filipino militiamen to leave the capital city of Manila. This confrontation led to shots being fired and eventually a full-scale battle occurred, which would go down as the Battle of Manila, in which 55 Americans and 238 Filipinos were unfortunately killed. The American commander, General Otis, was under orders not to start a war with the local Filipino population, but he simply ignored those orders. So let's look at the war strategy. So the Filipinos had a lot more people, a lot more men in their army because they were fighting on their, in their own country. But the Filipino army had a major disadvantage when it came to weapons. Many of the Filipino soldiers were armed with knives, spears, and bow and arrows, while most of the American soldiers were armed with automatic rifles, machine guns, gatling guns, and heavy artillery. So when it came to military technology, the odds were heavily in America. American favor. So as a result, the Filipino leaders decided to fight the Americans using guerrilla tactics. Guerrilla tactics are not basically saying a bunch of large apes against their enemy. Guerrilla tactics are basically unorthodox tactics, mainly hit and run tactics. So what the Filipinos planned to do was that they would ambush American patrols while, while hiding behind trees and in swamps. What they wanted to do was to inflict enough casualties to the point where the Americans would simply get sick of fighting and just go home. It was a very similar strategy to what the Americans did in the American Revolutionary War against the British, and also a very similar strategy to what the Viet Cong did in the Vietnam War. So during the first year of the war, the Americans did suffer heavy casualties as a result of all this guerrilla warfare, and were strongly considering just giving the Philippines their independence. General Otis, however, did not want to be remembered in America as the man who lost the Philippines. So he decided to implement an aggressive counterinsurgency campaign. So the campaign called for thousands of Filipino civilians, including women and children, to be placed in internment camps or concentration camps in order to prevent them from aiding Filipino guerrillas. These camps were not very clean or sanitary, and as a result, thousands of Filipino civilians died. 
General Otis also committed even more atrocities in the hopes of quelling the Filipino insurrection. Now here are some examples of some of the horrible things that General Otis and the American army did to the Filipinos. General Otis ordered two of his warships to bombard an entire city and level it to the ground. Suspected Filipino insurgents were rounded up and executed, usually without, court without any kind of trial. And some of these methods of executions were hangings, shooting by firing squad, or killing someone by using a garrote, which was basically a torture device that strangled the victim to death. None of these are very pleasant way to, ways to go, if there is such thing as a pleasant way to go. Um, some Filipino insurgents or suspected Filipino insurgents were also wa waterboarded in order to get more information about Filipino rebels. General Otis also ordered a strict curfew in many parts of the Philippines, and anybody who violated this curfew was usually shot without warning, whether you be a man, woman, child, young, elderly, whatever. You were just shot. Many villages were looted and burned, and many civilians were killed in an attempt to locate Filipino insurgents. One American general ordered that every male over the age of 10 in a certain village was to be executed in retribution for a raid against his regiment. Now, General Otis was not allowed to do all this stuff. Now, Americans back then were a lot more racist and probably not too nice to people like Native Americans or people like the Filipinos, but there were still rules. Like they couldn't, the, General Otis was not allowed to just kill innocent people. So what General Otis had to do was basically hide the dirty stuff from his superiors in Washington, D.C., as well as from the American newspaper press. Unfortunately for General Otis, soldiers returning to the United States began revealing just how horrible of a person General Otis was, and General Otis was eventually fired in 1900. He was replaced by a guy by the name of Arthur MacArthur. That's quite the name. And Arthur MacArthur was actually the father of a guy named General Douglas MacArthur, who would go on to win the Pacific War in World War II. How did the war end? So in March of 1901, the Americans captured the Filipino general Emilio Aguinaldo, and as a result, the rebellion basically just kind of fizzled out over the next year. The following year, in 1902, President Theodore Roosevelt granted full amnesty to any Filipino who participated in the rebellion and installed a civil government to replace the military occupation. Now, what were the casualties of the war? All right, so between 200,000 and 1 million Filipinos died during the war. That's 1 million. So many of these uh, Filipino fatalities were civilians, men, women, and children, and many of them died in concentration camps or from famine due to the fact that American soldiers burned down their farms. It's hard to tell exactly how many Filipinos died during the war because at the same time there was a cholera epidemic in the Philippines, so we don't know who died as a result of the war and who died of cholera even though cholera was probably brought over to the Philippines by American soldiers. Roughly 5,000 American soldiers were killed during the war, so far less than the Filipinos suffered. But that 5,000 was basically twice as many Americans that were killed in the Spanish-American War. Now, a few of my listeners suggested that I do a key takeaway section at the end of each of my episodes, so let's do a key takeaway section. 
After the war, the United States sent 500 school teachers to the Philippines in order to teach the local population how to basically be like Americans. Now, think of this as almost like the Peace Corps. They, the Americans sent school teachers to go teach Filipinos how to be Americans. And as a result, the Philippines developed a very strong American culture that can still be seen today. Um, a few examples. English is one of the two official languages in the Philippines, the other official language being Filipino. American customs like fast food restaurants and pop culture like rap and rock music are also very popular in the Philippines today. Uh, the reason the Philippine-American War is not talked about too much is because, quite frankly, the United States was the bad guy in that war. So much of the war involved American soldiers killing innocent people in hopes of quelling an insurrection. I'm sorry, that the Americans saw, saw this as an insurrection. The Filipinos saw it as a fight for freedom. The Americans believed that they were doing the Filipinos a big favor by basically taking them under their wing and teaching them teaching them how to live like Americans. America saw it as their, its duty to spread, to spread American ideals to former European colonies like themselves. Unfortunately for the Americans, and something the Americans did not understand was that most of these former European colonies did not want the United States to show them how to live because many of these countries already had their own way of doing things and did not want to be just like the Americans. So, Truth be told is that what the Americans did was nothing short of imperialism. They ruthlessly suppressed a technolog technologically inferior country and basically forced them to live exactly the way that they lived because America assumed that the way, their way of life was just naturally better than the Filipino way of life, even though they had no reason to think that. It can even be considered a genocide because, again, up Possibly one million Filipinos died because the Americans either tortured them, starved them, or brought diseases that were not native in the Philippines. The Philippines would be under American rule until the end of World War II. Um, after World War II, the Philippines were event finally given their independence. But as, as a result of years of American occupation, the Philippine government is very similar to the United States government. So that's all I have on the Philippine-American War. I hope you guys liked that, this episode. If you did, please give it a five-star review. And let me know if you have any suggestions going forward. Talk to you next week. He knows his stuff and sure enough, it's shooting the bull with Tom Snow.